Hello, I'm Stephanie Luan. Welcome to my podcast, Surface Time Confessions of a Diving Junkie. In this episode, you will get the insight to the five questions that I ask all my guests. Today, you will hear from Tony Wu, award winning wildlife photographer. Out of your non diving gears, so forget about anything that takes down underwater. What are the top three to items that you will always pack for a diving trip? Non diving, green tea, books. Uh, now, these days, it'd be electronic books on the iPad, but books to read. I can't think of a third. Those are two things I definitely always take. It's green tea because I, I love green tea and books. Every time there's downtime, which often there's downtime, mm-hmm. instead of being upset because the weather's bad or whatever, I just read. That's nice. We don't need to have three items. So here comes the next sure. question. Okay. What are your top three tips that you would give on safe diving practice? Safe diving practice. One, this is something I've been a big believer of for a long time is you got to stay in shape. People don't do this very much. I probably have spent for most of my adult life and definitely now 10 to 20 hours a week working on physical fitness. And that's constant. I mean, I just came from a three hour workout right before talking with you. I think it's more and more important as you get older and older, because when you go into the water or out on the water, you're putting yourself in at risk. People don't think about it this way, but you're at risk. And the more you can do to prepare yourself for that situation, the less likely it will be a risky situation. I always tell people this, and then they tell me like they're going on a trip, say a month from now, so they're going to start getting in shape next week. It's just ridiculous. It's got to be constant. The other part of that, which might qualify as part two, is watching what you eat and drink. This is something people probably almost never ask me about. Ever since I was an adult, I've been preparing my own food and watching what I eat. When I was a kid, I drank a lot alcohol-wise. And once I realized sometime in my early 20s, that's not a good thing. I haven't stopped, but I almost stopped. And it makes such a huge difference. I see people who are divers and they're drinking like ridiculous amounts the night before they go diving. That to me is stupid. You're just asking for something bad to happen. And far too many people do it. Eating is part of the physical fitness thing. It's very simple. You eat lots of fruits and vegetables. You eat clean fish, meat, eggs, and don't eat stuff that's prepared in boxes with a list of ingredients that you can't recognize. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. And I think people in Asia tend to do better than in other parts of the world. It's very important. Then I, I guess maybe three would be learn, learn as much as you can about the place, the people and the environment that you're going to visit before you do, because it'll be much more rewarding for you. If it's your first time to a certain place, read about it or mm-hmm. find people who know about it, talk with them about it. Or if you have know people from that place, it's even better. I learn about the food. I, I love learning about the food because food is part of the culture. This is something that comes more naturally to people in Asia that, who love to eat. And we, we all do. If you go someplace new, say Sri Lanka, half the fun was figuring out the food, making mistakes and having bad stuff and then finding the good stuff that I really like. I still remember trying to prepare some of them myself and sometimes succeeding, sometimes not, but it's, it's all part of it and learning the culture, the history, if you do spend enough time there, the language. I think that was three. Was that three? Yeah, that was three. <laughs> the next question is, what is your greatest fear? My greatest fear. Wow, that's a tough one. Besides the general concerns of life that everyone has, I don't think I really live in fear or anything. 
not in any sort of way that I ever think about. Stephanie, I'm going to be really bad on this one. I don't think I can give you an answer for that. What you have just given, it was actually uh, a really nice, insightful reflection of how you as a person, like how you've lived your life to its fullest, effectively. Sometimes when you're in that moment, that's where fear is in your control. I don't think you have no fear as a person that it'll be upset yeah. that you have no fear. But I think it's yeah. that you, you master the skill of managing no, no. your fear. Now, thinking about it a little bit, I think it's probably, you remember early on, I said back in January, February, 2020, I kind of anticipated there could be a big problem. So instead of waiting to see what happened, I just dealt with it first. I just said, okay, fine. I changed all my plans for the next year and I'm going to be ready for this if it's bad. Um, if it doesn't turn out as bad, well, okay, I can always adjust again. My life has been very tumultuous, so it's kind mm -hmm. of become just ingrained. If I see a dark cloud coming over the horizon, I'll just deal with it now. And then if it comes, oh, well, I've at least started to deal with it. You can't always completely address what's coming, but you at least can be prepared. It's a lot easier to handle things when you've just faced the reality as opposed to running from the situation or hiding or denying and then waiting until it's overwhelming, which then it becomes very difficult. It's not that I don't fear anything. I'm sure there's plenty of things I should fear, but if I see it coming, I'll just deal with it. Just say, okay, I'm just going to deal with it now. And when it comes, it comes. Thank you. Right, the next one, what's your greatest extravagance? It's extravagance. It's got to be camera gear. <laughs> I, you know, I don't spend money on anything, anything at all. No luxuries, no, no nothing. Just because I've chosen this route, I think it's very important to understand everything that is possible with the camera technology that's available because cameras since the early 2000s have become technology. They used to just be a box with a hole in it and Pretty much every camera was almost the same quality lenses changed, but that was it. And then starting in the early 2000s with the digital change, it's really, especially in the past, say, 10 years or so, exploded into all sorts of different forms, things that would not have been recognizable as cameras before. And each manufacturer has their different good points and bad points. There's no one solution fits all. Just each camera body has its certain strengths, weaknesses, each manufacturer does. Each set of things to each generation of cameras, knowing which tools to use when is very, very important. And even though I spend a lot of time scanning and reading the news and about camera stuff and people's views and stuff, the only way to really know is hands-on experience. Because I live in Japan, everything's pretty accessible. All the major camera manufacturers are here. If I think it's important enough, I'll just buy something. There's a big use market here, so to get all my equipment used and then use it. And if I don't, if it's not going to serve my purpose, then I sell it back. And usually it doesn't end up costing me that much. Or especially before 2020, just go visit the relevant showroom or shop or whatever and play with the things there. What I'm getting to is that I have used equipment from Canon, Sony, Nikon, Olympus, and continue to circulate. And depending on what I need to do, because each one is suited for a different purpose. So that's my extravagance because I, I need it. And I don't particularly enjoy having to be, say, fluent in each of the different uh, brands, but it has come in very, very useful. 
because I know that I've gotten certain photos that I could not have gotten with other or not as readily or easily gotten with another brand. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I resist to pick up on the water photography purely for that because I could see that it's, it, it, it's an addiction that will never be cured. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you most value in your friends? Honesty. There's so much BS in this world. So much. Almost everything is BS. I'm a very simple person that way. I hate BS. I hate all forms of BS. Whether you're talking about the stuff we see in the news and the politics and all that stuff, which most reasonable people understand is BS, to daily stuff where I used to work in big companies, all the office politics and all that backstabbing and all that stuff, which is just insane. Even like if we're just talking about scuba diving, all the humble bragging on social media, I'm so honored to blah, 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 blah. Give me a break. If you're happy that you got an award or whatever, and you're happy, just say I'm happy. That's totally honest. There's no BS. If I say something stupid, if I do something stupid, I know my friends will say, you're being an idiot. And I value that. I, I think it's very important that people have people in their lives who can be honest with them. And you don't get ridiculously upset and become a drama queen about nothing. That's why I spend all my time with animals. There's no drama. It's very honest. Whatever the reaction is, positive or negative, it's all very clear and very honest. Oh, wow. I agree with you. That, that's actually very nicely put. I love your candidness. It's just incredible. I wouldn't say it's refreshing because I see that a lot through experienced scuba diver who spend time, especially the one who spend time working with wildlife. That's just a really nice common point that we share. Thank you. You have just been listening to Surface Time, Confessions of a Diving Junkie. Surface Time is executively produced by Noetic Production and Music by Dress Studio. If you have enjoyed our Surface Time chat, please show us some love and subscribe. And if you would like to share your stories on Surface Time, we would love to hear from you. Please email us to faith at surfacetimechat.com.